Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Alright everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers, where we're going to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly of one of uh, the latest movies out there, which is... Hiya, Georgie. It. What a balloon. Yes, It. The, uh, well, I'm, I guess the big screen remake of Stephen King's book, It, as well as the remake of the, you know, made-for-TV movie. Is it bad that I almost feel like the big screen film is a remake of the TV movie, which is a remake of the book. Yes. <laughs> that works. I mean, it really, it, it kind of is. Um, we should probably mention that this will be a spoiler review. Or yeah, do you spoiler. want a non-spoiler we're review? Gonna, we're we're going to say spoilers because we're going to have to hit that uh, eventually because, let's just face it, it's really hard to do a review without giving out spoilers. Not to mention the fact that the book has been out for how many years now? A long, long time. Um, I think it came out when I was in elementary, something like that. I can't remember. Because I remember the uh, the movie obviously came out this last weekend. Yes. Um, But the TV series came out 27 years ago, which they make a point of because, you know, every 27 years it's back. Mm, 27. Ah. Um, So the the good of it. Let's let's start off with that. Okay. It was a good movie. Yeah. A solid, solid movie as a movie. Yeah, yeah, uh, they took they took a, an amazingly long book with so yes. much detail, um, and they were able to pull out a nice three act story from that huge yeah. just like encyclopedia of information, and it had a, a beautiful character arc for most of the characters. Uh, they all learned something, they all grew, and they all came together as a losers club. Yeah, I mean, if you've never read the book, uh, the movie's great. I mean. To go in as an, and, and watch the movie as it without any, you know, without going, oh, I want to see the book, or going in without ever reading the book, fantastic. Mm-hmm. This, this will be an entertaining show, movie for you. Uh, there's definitely twists and turns. There's a lot of excitement. There are moments when you're cheering for, you know, the loser club. There's moments when you're just cringing because <laughs> there's some really creepy stuff. And they're stupid. They do so many stupid things that you're just like... Oh, don't you realize you're in a horror movie? Well, yeah, you're right. There are stupid things. You know, like, uh, you know, the rock fight, for example. We've all been kids. We've all had a rock fight. And you're just, you know, as an adult with kids, I'm just thinking, oh, my gosh, these are rocks. Are you, you know, (laughs) because your mentality changes. But when you're a kid and there's a bully in front of you, you can pick up a rock and huck it. I mean, it makes sense for it. And it, it was good. 
Is uh, it bad that that's not what I was cringing at in that scene? Uh, what were you cringing at? I was cringing at Mike when he looked up and saw it gnawing on some child's arm. Oh, well, yeah, you know, there, <laughs> there was that. In there and he waves with the hand. You know, see, that just, that didn't bug me. Uh, that's just because I've seen way too many horror movies as a kid. Uh, I mean, that was good. I liked having that in there. Um, cause you could see, it was kind of a reference to he was influencing yeah. the teenagers, the, you know, the older kids. Um, that is one thing I do love about the movie is the subtle nuances they put in there to show that Pennywise was influencing the town. See, and I like that better than... Well, okay, not better, but... Well, a little bit better than they did in the uh, the TV show yeah. so long ago. Is just because they just kept showing, look, the town is under the influence. They show that, especially um, with... Uh, not, what's his name? I, ben. His mom. No, the mom. Oh. Um, Mike's mom. Mike's mom. Is it Mike? No, it's not Mike. No, not Mike. Sorry. Eddie. Eddie's Eddie, mom. Eddie's Eddie Casprack. Yeah. Uh, they show that so well with his mom and how she is definitely under the possession. And same with... Uh, well, yeah. I mean, she's very Bev's. gluttonous. She's just watching TV and then she's very... Nope, nope, nope. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and the car that's driving by when Mike is getting cut open? But not Mike. Um, ben. 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 When Sorry. Ben's getting kind of... I, that was one of the first scenes where I'm like... Because at first I'm like, what the heck? What? The balloon? And then I'm like, oh. Yeah, because you see the people passing by. They look look directly at them, and then they look away. Yeah, and it was just like, oh, they're showing. He's he's pulling some some of his power here, so I I like that. Yeah, because they really didn't show that as much in the original, but in the book, that is so paramount. Especially when Mike is going through (laughs) all of the uh, history, and he's finding these... uh, events where Pennywise would actually show up in the town and people actually reported seeing a clown amidst these horrendous uh, events that the townspeople would take part in and they just wouldn't even realize that they were doing these murderous Mm -hmm. uh, events. One guy uh, murdered multiple people in a bar. Another time there was a shootout in the town where they completely murdered, massacred four people even though they were bank robbers. Mm -hmm. Um, But the entire town literally massacred four people. They were unre- they were just relentless. Yeah. Well, I, and th- that's where I guess we kind of move into the bad, the changes that we saw in the movie. Uh, obviously, Mike's role was diminished greatly. Diminished? Mike was barely even there. Um, there is, for those of you who haven't read yeah. the book, Mike basically is supposed to be what Ben was in this mo- in the movie. Yeah. He's supposed to be the historian. He's supposed to be the one who's researched Pennywise. Um, his parents are still in the picture, and, and they actually, he is just, he, he's much more pivotal, not oh, yeah. only to the Losers Club, but to the plot itself. I mean, Ben still has his moments, he has his growth, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, Haystack, I love that kid, I love his, I love his development, especially yeah. in the book, um, but he isn't, cent- his character arc is not centric on the history. Yeah, well, I mean, it was, it was definitely interesting seeing them change Mike's character. Because you're right. He is the history buff. He's the guy that knows all about Pennywise. He's kind of connected the dots. Where we have Ben, that, you know, he kind of comes in. He's the new kid in town. And they have him kind of looking at stuff because he doesn't, want, he doesn't have any friends, so he hangs out at the library. It was okay, but I don't feel like they really gave us enough information about Pennywise. We just kind of saw random clips, you know, like there was the one sign where they're signing the township and you see a clown in the picture, which mm-hmm. made no sense. And um, and then he had a bunch of 
random events, that, uh, bad events that happened in the town, but they didn't really delve into that. It was just really weird how they didn't give us more information on what this creature was. The TV series did a lot better job on They that. did. I mean, I hope in the next chapter, when they focus on the adults, they give us more of that, because maybe it's like, okay, now we're with the adults, we can kind of give you more of that adult-type mm-hmm. information. But, but I'm afraid case, they're not. In that case, are they going to keep Mike as the light, the watchtower, the one that stays in Derry while everybody else goes out and is successful? Yeah. Well, again, that's the good question because that is originally what Mike does in the book. Exactly. That's what he did in the TV series. But the way they built Mike up this time around, it doesn't seem like that. No. I mean, Mike's parents are dead where they weren't in the book. Uh, Ben's kind of that guy a little bit, but maybe... Mike does stay, and he takes up that mantle that Ben kind of started. I hope. I don't know. I, you got me? Because also yeah. Ben uh, Ben was the architect even in the book. He Now, I, I guess I should say um, part of the ugly, the reason why I think I'm being so harsh, is because I read the book. And for anybody... Very recently. Yes. Um, for any of those who, for example, this is the best parallel that I've, I've figured out how to pull from. Um, it's not a Harry Potter book versus a Harry Potter movie. It's more like Jurassic Park, the book. Versus by Michael Crichton mm-hmm. versus the movie by Steven Spielberg. Yeah, uh, same basic characters, uh, still on an island or in this case in Derry. Which I do want to go back and say the the locations on this were so beautiful. Like I couldn't yeah. have imagined them better um, compared to the book. Anyway, but again, very different kind of stories. Yes, the dinosaurs get out in Jurassic Park, but where they go to next they're not just spending the entire time trying to get away from the dinosaurs they're trying to catalog what happened how they're breeding out of control Mm -hmm. um where they're located like and he even follows different characters and even different characters like Gennaro in the book is so much more of a pivotal anyway sorry now I'm going off on Jurassic Park no it's fine I mean and this is kind of what the downside anytime you take a book and transfer it to film things are lost things are changed it's always a different abdab an adaptation. I mean, we've seen it with Harry Potter, we've seen it with Jurassic Park. But again, Harry Potter sticks pretty close to the story. They remove one or two characters. They do. I mean, they, they change some, some things around. They did, but... But this it, one... Like, this one... For the most part, I feel like it's a very solid movie and a very solid story. If you're not, if you're not looking to compare it to a book, it's good. It is. I mean, as a standalone story, saying this is an alternate version or this is someone else's retelling of the story, it's it's spot on. I it's mean, not it's very Beauty good. and the Beast cartoon versus Beauty and the Beast movie. Correct. This is it's a complete retelling. Yeah, and not only that, what I really love about it is it's not visually graphic. There are a couple moments, but most of it really plays on your psyche and stuff like that. I mean, the whole weird gyrating clown thing the whole scene with georgie and the the water and then georgie starts like decaying it, you know it really plays on all that you know what i loved about that scene my favorite part about that mm-hmm. scene is when pennywise puts georgie down oh yeah and that he's literally a puppet mm-hmm. because they never show they never describe that well enough in the book yeah. or show that in the original tv series is that he's literally just a puppet and how pennywise drops him like that yeah I love that visual. Yeah, they did a great job. A few things that did bug me, the whole Bev scene with the death lights, um, because I don't remember that happening. No. Um, Yeah, okay, so this is another thing that bothered me, is Bev being kidnapped and everybody having come together. Now, again, I like the three-act story, and I like 
them having something where the stakes were so high. Yeah. And I can still hear Tim Curry's voice, if you try, you'll die. Yeah. If you try, like when they write that on the board. But they should not have done it with Bev. Bev is one of the backbone characters. She's not the leader like Ben, yeah. but she is the backbone. She is the shot. She is the tough one of the group who's able to keep them all together. If they should have done it with anybody, my personal opinion, they should have done it with Stan Uris. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would make more sense why Stan... Okay. Spoiler, Spoiler if you haven't read the book. Stan commits suicide when he's an adult before they're supposed to go back. Exactly. Because so I think he gets the phone call. The, if I, he does. He yeah, gets the phone call. He gets call. the phone call saying, we have to go back and then commit suicide. Basically. And they, they explain in the book that he just is so organized. And he is. You yeah. see that in, the, in this. He's just, he's very organized. Everything has a purpose. And he remembers and just, it is such an affront to mm-hmm. nature, uh, an affront to his definition of uh, well, God and life, mm-hmm. that he just can't handle it, and he does. He commits suicide, and it's it's the first death in the Losers Club that it it claims. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you and it just it makes sense that that well, would lead to that. You know what I mean? Now that I'm thinking about it, there is a point where maybe he did see the death light. Remember when they go in there and the weird deformed lady That's is true. over his face? That's true. I just remember that moment. So maybe. He did catch he did. a glimpse, and so maybe that is kind. Of, maybe that will help be that catalyst. Maybe we'll see some flashbacks of that when they're adults, just before he does that. I mean, that's going to be a rough scene as it is, but I, you know, I do remember where he, he's at the door. He kind of, he's very hesitant to go in, and like we all have to go in. We're stronger together, mm-hmm. um, and you know, which is which is great. I mean, that is one pivotal moment. The first time they go in the well house. And Pennywise has started to separate them, and you know, there's that. They're right at the front door almost, and Bev comes in and then hits him with that that pole. And that's you know, it's like that one moment when it realizes, crap, they can injure me because I don't think it's been injured before. No, no, it's it's never had a group of people um, band together, band together, and fight against it. Yeah, and believe that they can they can inflict uh, damage. Yeah. That's another thing. Um, can we move on to the next? Yeah, uh, go. So the next, well, I almost want to say the ugly on this one. Okay. Um, so let's go to the ugly. Okay. Um, Pennywise was a pansy oh, in yeah. this one. They, they neutered him. You've got to understand, um, and I hate it when people say he's an alien. He's not an alien. He's from, an, uh, he's from the multiverse. He's from, or not the multiverse. He's... Uh, a dimensional being. A dimensional being. So yeah. basically, in all ten, intents and purposes, he is a demigod. You know, like, you've got the gods of Olympus. Sort of, yeah. I mean, sort of. I, I can see how you, you'd reference that. Well, because he's like the Satan to the turtle in the in this universe. Basically, the universe was created by a giant godlike turtle yeah. that spewed up the universe. Which, you know, hey, that's kind of weird. That's... Yeah. It's not the weirdest thing in this book. Yeah. But it's... He's like... The antip- he's the opposite yeah. of that. And so kind of almost like a devil-esque, except weaker. But I'm still going to go with, he's basically a demigod. Yeah. No, I mean, I could see that. I mean, he definitely has the ability to influence an entire town. Um, not as strong, but, I mean, definitely there, there's an influence. There's an aura of yeah. power. Uh, he doesn't really go into details why it comes out every 27 years, why it has to feast... Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so many questions. Exactly. Um, Are we talking about the book or the movie? The book. Okay. I, I, well, I mean, the movie definitely. Yeah. I mean, the, the the book. 
Well, because the book, he doesn't necessarily feast on flesh. Yeah. It's almost, it's a byproduct of feasting on, like, their souls. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it says the meat is tender, it's sweet with yeah. fear. It's like a snack. Yeah. I mean, but the real meal is, is their essence, their yeah. soul, their, their soul, their, their, spirit. their spirit, stuff like that. Um, and so that's, that's why I feel like there's so many questions. It is a good movie, but there's so many questions that need to be answered for it to really click together, mm-hmm. which hopefully we get in the adult, when they're adults. We can get that and all those things come together because, I mean, that's one thing that always didn't make sense, even with the, you know, the Tim Curry made-for-TV movie is, you know, they fought him as kids, they defeated it, they had to come back, and then you see that weird scene at the end where they're just kicking and punching it, this spider creature, until they rip its heart out and hold it above their heads, and the end, it's like, What? I mean, that's I, I do like the, the end battle in this movie. You know, no, no, it no, really I... felt like a battle. You know, it was it was pulling all the stops. It yeah. knew it could hurt them. It started turning the whole town against them. Well, and it wasn't an astral projection battle like it is in the book. Yeah, because that would just be it would be weird. It would be difficult to show graphically. Yeah. Yes, and so I am glad in the book or in the movie that they took this new kind of more modern approach of just if you're not afraid it can't hurt you now it's time to kick the crap out of it yeah um but at the same time i feel like that still weakened pennywise's character uh demeaning him from demigod or or multiverse kind of being down to a monster a shape-shifting creature monster Mm -hmm. almost like something from the nx files episode yeah where if you're not afraid it can't hurt you it's like the ghostbusters boogeyman or gozer basically well not even gozer it's just it takes on shapes of things, but it is definitely a physical being. And when they attack it, unless there's something more going on on the metaphysical side that we can't see or understand, it's just the kid's imagination. Because that's really what hurts it, is the fact that the kids can picture themselves hurting it. Yeah. It's not what they're doing. Um, because the gun is empty, and yet he's still... And it hurts it. Yeah. You know, it's all in their belief. That- well, see, and I think we saw a glimpse of that. Yeah. We're in that scene where he did have... That you know, Mike's like the gun's not even loaded. The gun's not even loaded, and he still pulled the trigger. And you see the damage. Yeah, I think they were hinting at it, and maybe that's what we'll get more of that. Because right, no, maybe remember when you did that, and it still hurt it. Why, you know, and maybe they'll bring that. In. I don't know because again, that's another great opportunity where they missed out. Um, you know, there was a scene where you see Georgie with the one arm saying, "I just want to go home," and then he's like, "Sorry, you can't." Yeah, and he he does do it to Georgie. Well, because I mean, it's all about the the power of imagination and the power of yeah. belief. Because as a child, it's so powerful; it's so much a part of you mm-hmm. um, that. And as we grow up, we lose that belief, we lose that hope, we lose that imaginative uh, sense of being. And so that's that's why it's so much harder for them to fight it yeah. uh, when they're older. No, I agree, and I I think you know that is where the creatures power comes from you know but again i wish they would have kind of hinted at that in this one yeah that it will be harder in the future Mm -hmm. um and again like i'm i know that they they did a good job of showing what they did yeah and for somebody who hasn't read the book it's a great movie yeah it's you know it's a good solid story you got the the three parts you got the character arcs you got everything there i'm gonna Um, say i'm gonna say literally this is almost like a jurassic park of horror yeah you know again I'm always really... It's always really difficult for me to see a Stephen King movie. 
because when you go in, it's never the same as your experience with the book. And I understand books to movies, not the same, but it's almost like night and day different. There are certain things I'm glad they took out. When it, oh, yeah. They're yeah. definitely the whole sewer. Yeah, I'm glad that's gone. Uh, yep, yep. Um, and, and again, I also understand there's restrictions when filming with children. There's only so much you can do. There's only so many hours they can film. And so they really had to want, you know, pick and choose some things they didn't want. I understand that. And that's why I hope we can get more from this next chapter where we can get flashbacks maybe that can explain a little bit more of what happened when they were kids that we didn't maybe see or, or something like that. Because then they're not combined to that restriction of so many hours for, for a child actor and so on. You know, that's true. And I hadn't thought about that. That Because uh, the TV movie, it flashes back the entire time. But yeah. once we actually get to the adults... We stick with the adults until the very end when we see like them as kids again. And it's yeah. kind of like this little, oh yeah, the good part of the movie that I remember. Yeah. But um, yeah, you're right. They could actually, since they only focused on the kids on this first episode, in the second, we could have flashbacks of the kids while still focusing on the adults. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I hope they, they go that route. It is a good movie. Um, there are some things I wish they had done. You know, obviously, we've mentioned that. There, there are, are some, some things, things that I wish they had not they done. They had not done, definitely. Like, uh, uh, Mike's character. Uh, Mike is a great character that I feel like they just completely neutered. Yeah. I mean, Bill? Awesome. Yeah. No, um, Bill's character was fantastic. And the kid Eddie? that played him? Oh, right. and Eddie. Um, you know, I All the children did a fantastic job. I think oh, yeah. they did really well. Uh, Bev's character, fantastic. Stan. Uh, Stan, incredible. all of them. I think they did a great job, you know, and they portrayed uh, childlike innocence, you know, especially when, you know, when they're sitting on top of, you know, the cliff and they're like, should we do it? Should we do it? And they're really hesitant and Bev just like, I'll do it. Strips her dress off and just runs and jumps. And then the boys are like, holy, you know, and then yeah. they go, you know, and, and you see... Yeah, that's not in the book, by the way. So yeah, I shouldn't that is definitely critical. not in the book. But, you know, that, that was a great moment visually to see where they're just kind of letting go. And then they start bonding as a team, I guess, to say. Um, because before then, they were just kind of buddies, and but some of them weren't, you know, Ben wasn't there, Bev wasn't there, but they start bonding and, and so forth, moving from there. So that was a great moment. Um, but there are so many things... You know, okay, like there's one thing like and and Ben in the library, the whole scene with the headless kid. <laughs> what? Yeah. I actually enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Okay. Um I missed how they actually like And uh, the weird Easter eggs. When yeah. Ben like I like that they actually brought that story in because I feel like in the T V show they didn't even mention it. At okay. All. Um so I liked hearing that story and I love the book. I was flipping the pages and like it's the exact same picture. Yeah, just get, and all of a sudden getting closer, closer, and, closer. and all of a sudden you see the head. That's so freaky to me. Oh, yeah. Um, well, so was the scene with the uh, slide projector. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was beautiful. Um, but no, I, I agree with you. I, I just, I wish that, I kind of wish they would have kept their original experiences kind more similar. Mm -hmm. Because Stan and that weird painting, I understand that they could bring it back more, but I missed how Stan originally saw the thing in the book. But, okay, I'm... I'm sorry, I'm just a broken record. <laughs> I wish it was more like the book. It was good in the movie. Yeah. And, and I really did enjoy how they did a lot of those horror jumps. Um, or how they did the horror. What I did not like was how they had the loud noises 
to accentuate scary times. And that's kind of like, that's just, it's almost a cop-out. No, that's movies. a normal horror trope. I it mean, really is, it is. But it is and I me. mean, the opening of the movie, the creepy music that was playing, and then you see the mom playing the piano. I'm like, oh, look, the mom's setting the mood for her son to die. Yay. I mean, that was exactly went through, what went through my head because it was just like, why would a mother be playing this kind of... <laughs> Melancholy music? Yeah, melancholy, creepy-esque music. Because it has control of the town. I know. Um, But no, like, okay, so when Stan, going back to Stan, when he has that ghost show up, the uh painting come to life, like, and you see it moving in the background, you hear the pipe fall, that whole scene is freaky. It didn't need, like, the high, be scared here. Yeah. Screaming. No, it it didn't. And when they're trapped in the garage and they're pushed to the back and they're trying to get out... That, to me, if it would have moved a little slower, like just coming towards them, it's this huge thing that's the size of a projector, a size of a wall, you yeah. have no exit, and the door isn't opening. Like, that, to me, was freaky. Like, yeah. I found myself backing up against the chair. Yeah. Well, again, that's just standard tropes, because that loud noise emits a response. We're all kind of, I guess, taught to... <sighs> lurch or jump at that. I know. I just feel like the, the storytellers from how well they did could have gone away from You're that right. and still been able to But they did the really well. I will give them credit. They, you know, I, I like the psychological thrillers. They lean more towards that than being gory or just outright right, yeah, blatant with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only one scene that I felt that was even that way was the whole bed scene with the blood flying everywhere. Yeah, that to me was just like, all right, that I'm was bored. Oh. I mean, it really was. It was. It, we've seen it so many times. It wasn't scary, but the scene with the woman slowly coming out—you see the hands in that, and then she drops the pipe. That was beautiful. Um, you know, the scene with Georgie and then Pennywise slowly lifts up out of the water. That was great, and and then he kind of runs forward and then plops down. I mean, those were good great psychological stuff but the blood squirting everywhere the weird hair that was just dumb in my opinion yeah. I, I think they could have done something else but when you know she's sitting there freaking out and panicking and the dad comes in she's like he's like can't you see it and he's like no you know that <laughs> you're just like okay what's going on here I mean see that was great but I'm scene leading up to you, that baby. yeah like that's the line that the dad me. the dad is creepy the guy uh, man, I, I don't know why you'd want ever want that part, but the guy pulled it off. I, the guy played her dad. Oh, yeah. And, and that is a creepy character. Well, I mean, let's face it. Um, that was rough to see. I, I'll admit that. Yeah. You know, um, you know, and then coming out of the movie, you know, John, a friend of ours, went in the movie with this. He's like, I didn't, he was shocked at how much that first scene with Georgie affected him. Um, I don't think you were out there at that point. And I'm like, well, it's because you're a dad now. And he stopped and was like, you're right. I mean, it really is. I mean, yeah, once you're a parent, you're, you're kind of, your views change. And that is a rough scene, you know, seeing a kid attacked. And there's nothing you can do about it. And how he's crawling away. Yeah, and he's, I mean, he's literally pulling himself one-armed away, which is gravelly difficult to see. But then I... I'm watching them thinking, there's that old lady that was there just a second ago. And he's talking down the storm, the drain pipe, and she's not doing anything about it. What the crap? But again, it's beautiful, Pennywise. Yeah. 
have yeah. control of the town. But that was before they started showing those subtle scenes. Yeah, because, yeah, she literally looks and then turns away. And then comes back out, and he's gone. At least she sees, sees the blood. blood. But then she doesn't scream or anything. Well, at least she goes and calls the police. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just like, all right, interesting. But then you start seeing those subtle things of mm-hmm. he's manipulating the town, and it all starts coming together. So, What do you think? Final reviews? Um... You know, yeah, sure. We can or is there anything around. else that you wanted to hit? You really no. I think to... we hit it all. It it is a good movie. It's a great movie to see. It's not gory. It's very psychological, and I mean, you're you're gonna find yourself jumping. You're gonna find yourself laughing, and you're not. I, there may be some scenes where you're gonna clamp your eyes real shut because it <laughs> is that freaky. You know, keep your eye out for uh, the original Pennywise mask. It is in there. It's very subtle, but you can find it. Daniel saw it. I, I did, did not see it until he pointed it out. Yeah. I am shamed. That's Apparently, okay. I need to go back and do some more Where's Waldo. No, it's fine. Um, I just pay attention to details. But... Oh, burn. I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying those are things I, I, I just see. I don't know. It's always been something that I've done. It's not like, oh, Scott sucked. It was very subtle. <laughs> <laughs> it w- you, you wouldn't have noticed, really, no, ex- the way they exactly. set it up. Um, it was beautiful. But... If you're going in hoping to see the book, nope, you're not getting it. Don't do it. If you're going in hoping to see a better version of the made-for-TV movie, you're not going to get it. Uh, the guy that played Pennywise, fantastic job. Definitely not Tim Curry, you know, but still, just a good a job, in my opinion. A um, lot better than the new Freddy Krueger we got. Um, if you're going for a classic or a retelling of the classic it character story, and as long as you're and Georgie, yeah. <laughs> then you're in for a, oh, an yeah. amazing trip. Yeah, like it is. I mean, yeah. as a movie, I'd give it. Mm, I'm kind of in between a B minus and a B. Okay, well, for a horror movie though, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, no, it is. Um, it is good. But there are some things that bring it down. I mean, I, I don't know if I could ever give a horror movie an A. To be honest, it'd be really tough. Um, even, like, my all-time favorite, Darkness Falls, that's maybe a B plus. Um, I'm a little bit more generous with my yeah. A's and B's. But, well, it's, it's just really hard because I want to be entertained. And I want to really be immersed. And there were... A lot. I, I was pulled in, but there were several things that happened that pulled me out of the story. And that's why I'm kind of hesitant with giving it a full B. Just because there were those things that pulled me out of the story enough that I, you know, I had to wait till another moment that pulled me back in. Yeah. For me, and again, I went in with the wrong expectation. I should have realized that like Jurassic Park, the mm-hmm. book adaptation from, or the movie adaptation from the book is going to be significantly different. Um... And I should have accepted that going in. I think I would have had a lot more fun if I could have let that go. But I couldn't. So as far as... I, mean, I have three reviews. It, it was kind of funny. Because I was sitting here and Scott's like, Scott's not happy. <laughs> not happy. <laughs> not not happy. Well, it's just because the locations were so spot on. Like, oh, I know. They're sitting in front of the Paul Bunyan statue. The sets were great. And I found myself... I found myself daydreaming instead of listening to them about how the scene played out yeah, in the book. Because the, the Paul statue Benji comes statue. alive. Yeah, and you see this huge statue right behind him. You're like, holy cow, what? 
and literally it comes to life and tries to kill. I think it was it was Richie Tozer, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, it was an incredible scene. Um, and well, also, and, I do and miss. Then again, that's one of those scenes where I think it uh, was pulling me out because you see the Paul Bunyan statue, and I'm like, <laughs> I know it's coming out. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, it's going to attack all seven of and them, and then nothing. And yeah. you're like, or like they're near the stand or the. Well, the, that's a missed opportunity. Is it the standpipe? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's yeah, I think that's what it's called. And every time I see it, I'm just like, oh boy, oh boy, they're they're bringing up something. Yeah. This is foreshadowing. Oh boy, they're near it. Oh boy, where are you going? Yeah, nothing. Don't you know what happens there? Yeah. Oh. Well, and then there's Patrick, you know, being killed off way too early, and I, in a granted, very different way. Very different way. Uh, see, still creepy. Still creepy. Oh yeah. In its own right, but just kind of early. There were several things that did play out right, but didn't play out right. So, I actually yeah. enjoyed his death better in the movie than I did in the book. Okay. Even though I, I think the book is really creepy because he gets attacked by these giant like mosquito. Yeah. Uh, uh, what are those? A uh, mosquito leeches. Oh yeah. And they just like. Definitely, it's, it's this brutal. was more, or more uh, zombie cost or more <laughs> cost effective. His death. Mm-hmm. Because that would have been very CG expensive, yeah, uh, for that death. Um, but I mean, I I feel like Patrick's character caused more mischief along the story that we missed out on. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, sorry. My final reviews. Yes. Um, so as far as for a movie uh, adaptation of a book, okay, I would have to give it uh, a C. Okay. Just because of so many scenes that I missed. All right. Now, as far as just a movie, an enjoyable movie, mm-hmm. and a retelling, again, if you can let go, either one, if you've read the book and you love the book and you love the characters and you can let go of the how the events took place in the book, I would give it a B plus. All right. Solid B plus, leaning towards an A minus, and maybe I need to see it again, and after seeing it, I might give it that, but I'm going to say a solid B plus. Okay. Um, it was scary. It was, as far as Pennywise's character, he was not Tim Curry, obviously. Yeah. But it was an excellent retelling of his character. And the town, the setting, Mm -hmm. the actors, everything left very little to be desired. Again, the only reason that I'm downgrading is just because I personally could not let go of what I had fallen in love with with both the book and those parts of the book that made it to the TV series. Yeah. All right. So, it sounds like we have an average of a B here. Which, given our history... Which, which is actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, granted, if Aaron and Mackenzie were here, that would probably adjust that, but, hey, it is what it is. It should be noted, uh, I believe both John and Anna, my wife, uh, they gave it an A. Okay. They both loved it. Yeah. Uh, John grew up with the TV series like mm-hmm. we did. We used to love watching in high school and scaring the girls over with us. Um but, you know, they all float down here, you know, stuff like that. And if you haven't seen it, um, I believe it's still on iTunes for 10 bucks right now. Oh, perfect. Pick it up. Um, and then uh, Anna, who has not seen the TV show or read, read the, the book. book, she thought it was freaky. Yeah. It was terrifying. And yet she had fun. It wasn't overly grotesque, so she couldn't not enjoy herself. Yeah. I mean, mostly it's rated R for the F-bombs. Yeah. Well, no, honestly, that's what is fantastic about the movie that I really enjoyed is there wasn't that gore. It wasn't over the top. It was enough. They did enough to scare you, to keep you kind of on the edge of your seat. But at the same time, they gave you those funny moments to kind of relax yeah. and calm down. And then there was those moments where you were still trying, 
they were doing the character development, and there it wasn't like nonstop intense roller coaster with one thing after another after another after another that you see in most horror movies. Um, so it was a very relaxed. I would, I mean, I would say more of a psychological thriller than a horror movie because when I, I hear horror movies it's like blood guts, limbs getting torn off. Yeah, we saw a limb torn off early on, but not a lot. Well, even like with Patrick's death. You see the dairy balloon, it pops. Pennywise is right there, yeah. and he bites into... But you don't exactly see him, like, tear him limb from limb. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I say, that's what I appreciate. That's more freaky, because then you're like, your brain's like, oh! Because you know what's happening, but yeah. you don't have to see it. I so. really think if they would have dropped the F-bombs, I think this could have scored a PG-13 right Yeah. Now. But it was funny watching those kids drop those F-bombs. Or... or <laughs> Or talk about uh, certain things that are well outside their age. Yeah. And I have to think back, did I have that information when I was that age? I don't think I understood the anat- anatomy that well. Um, well, they're, they're like 12 or 13, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Some things, yeah, probably. I mean, we did have health class. It'll be interesting to see kids' takes on this movie yeah. in the next 10 years as they go from this age. Because I saw the TV movie when I was their age. Mm. And so, seeing them grow up, like, it'll be interesting to see how they interpret I don't know if I'd want to take a 12 or 13-year-old to see this. But But you know um, they're going to see it. I'm sure some will. But, anyways. So, we're going to leave you with that. Give us your thoughts, your opinions, and what you thought about the movie. I know there are a lot of people out there who have enjoyed it. I know other people that thought it was horrible. But that's okay. That's your opinion. So, give us yours. And with that said, we'll catch you next time. We all float down here. Are you a fan of Dungeon Crawlers? Then it's time for you to level up your experience. Download our episodes that are released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And not only that, we want to hear from you. We want to know who you want to hear on the show. What author, what celebrity, what game designers you want to hear. Not only that, we also want to hear what you like about the show. So, with that said, please reach out to info at DungeonCrawlersRadio.com. Email us on Twitter or Facebook. And let us know what you want to hear on this show. Because we want it to be as much of your show as it is ours. So, with that said, we're out of here. And we'll catch you next time.